With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. That's right, Liberty Lovers, you have found it. We are not Cattle Radio. I'm your host, Jake Counts. It's Saturday, Sunday, good gosh, Sunday, February 10th, 2013. And as usual, I walk in to my office and set up for the show and try to figure out what I'm going to cover. And and I usually set the show up a couple of days out in advance, and, and then I come in and it's just like, well, I want to do something completely different. And I know I've been spending a lot of time on the on the gun control Second Amendment kind of stuff, but it's really important. But piggybacking on top of that, I have got so many clips of just banana stuff going on here in our country. Not to mention the guy out in Los Angeles, the cop that got fired back a couple of years ago, and now he's out uh, vigilante style exacting redemption and – and you got people applauding it. I don't know how to feel about this. It was funny. I was watching um, Adam Kokesh's show the other night, Adam versus the Man. I actually was one of the call-in callers. One of my buddies is um, up there helping him out. So if you're listening, Daryl shouts out to you. Hopefully, be able to get him back on the show. You guys have heard him on here before. But, um, I mean, I don't know how I feel about this. And... It's really kind of bizarre. Now it's just like, oh, well, we're going to use a drone to find him. And everybody's like, yeah, that's kind of a good idea. Yeah, we could do that. And so now we're setting the precedent that – and then they come out and, and give you the fake report that, oh, this is the first time that we've ever used drones in a manhunt. No, the first time you're letting the slaves know that you've used your drones in a manhunt. It's been documented many times over. But hey, you know, that's what the mainstream media does. They're going to come out and tell you tell you things that you would like to hear because they know that you're only half-assed paying attention. And that is the big point. Once you start really paying attention and you start listening to what they're saying, it doesn't make any sense. For example, Hillary Clinton is the most loved person in America. You guys think I'm crazy. Just type it into a search engine. It came out in some random poll where they probably polled um, you know, women not, – not knocking on women, but women 55 to 65, and they probably polled five of them and said, you know, who do you think is the most popular woman here in America other than Michelle Obama? I haven't even looked at, at, at the data, but good lord. I mean how thinly veiled does the propaganda have to be? Hey – 
Mrs. Clinton, let's talk about the um, the eight-hour standout. Listen, I don't want you guys coming in here and accusing me of stuff. Look, you know, we got a lot of busy stuff to do. There's four dead Americans. That's the big deal. Yeah, but why why did you guys stand out? And then I had a conversation with my father about it yesterday, and he was like, "Well, at least Ron Paul, Rand Paul did something." Well, I would have I would have fired you from my cabinet, dude. Hammer that person. Hammer her. But I know you got to play sweetie cakes. Listen, I would be scared of the Clintons too. <laughs> After all the stuff that I've heard about and read about them, I would probably treat her with velvet gloves also. Because, hey, I, I, I like living. I don't know about you guys, but I enjoy life. So just giving you a layout of the show today, guys, I am going to get into the Second Amendment stuff. There was a huge Second Amendment rally all over the United States on um, on Friday from 12 until 5 o'clock. Uh, state capitals everywhere, people open carrying, people open carrying in Georgia, here where I live. And um, it was awesome. You know, just seeing people out there just, you know, exercising their right. It's kind of like watching somebody out there with a with a sign on strike. I mean, that's your right to protest. But... Um, one of the clips that I didn't have time to load, and you guys can go find this on my YouTube channel, um, We Are Not Cattle TV. Uh, it's the newest rap news, and it talks about the gun debate. And it's the thing that um, – and it talks about um, – it really gets into the overarching issue that we run into here. So now it's become apparent to most people that were asleep a couple of years ago, libertarians, myself um, – just anybody outside of the right-left paradigm has seen the erosion of our civil liberties since 9-11, and it has been in dramatic fashion. So we all stand on the soapbox, and we're hollering and screaming, and nobody listens. Oh, conspiracy theorists, just shut up. No, 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 listen, listen. They're devaluing our dollar. They're shipping our jobs offshore. They're, they're, giving, this, they're giving themselves banker bailouts, and, and, and we have to pay it. A bailout isn't like they just make the money up. They sign us on to the debt. This is not good. Well, we need to go on with the system because what happens is we get so conditioned to accepting the system and at the, that the system knows what it's doing. Like the economy is this big – I don't know. I, I, I don't know what people think it is. Maybe they think it's like an abacus and you just kind of slide a couple little beads over here and slide a couple over there and that fixes things. No, no, no. Economics is just a study – of human interaction and supply and demand and, and just universal laws that always hold true. It's like, oh, oh if I've got 10,000 loaves of bread at this store and I've got you know, 500 loaves of bread at the other store and you know, only 1,000 people want bread at both stores, the one that's probably got the you know, 10,000 supply is going to have overspill and it's going to be less expensive because there's going to be such an overabundance. And at the other store, you've got 1,000 people wanting it. Morning bread, and there's only 500 you know loaves of bread, so the price is going to be high. It's that kind of stuff. It's just basic stuff. But people think that economics is like statistics. It's really not. It's just a, a study of human interaction, human behavior. Not to get on a big diatribe about that, but what really gets me is that you have people shouting from the rooftops saying that listen, what we're looking at is unsustainable. Greece, they had, um, I believe it was earlier this week. And you can find the YouTube video. I'll post it on my um, on my website, wearenotcattle.net. 
you guys can go check it out there. I'll put it under the show notes and everything. So I won't even do hyperlinks. I'll just post the, the videos inside of the post for the show tonight. But you have literal people hanging out around a food truck and like some apples fall off or like potatoes and, and they go bonkers. And I'm not saying that all of that stuff is going to come here and it's going to be in one big rush. But pay attention to what's going on. Not to the not to Beyonce flashing an Illuminati symbol and then saying it's about Jay Z. It's inconsequential. This is what gets me. It's like, you know, the power structure and people that don't understand what what those symbols mean, the ancient Babylonian symbols and and all that stuff, the mystery Babylon, the old mystery school, mystery religion stuff that I got fascinated with for a while. And that's you know when I started my show, that's kind of how I had it tailored for a while. I had this guy, T.J. Smith, on my show with it was just amazing. I mean, the guy was 21 years old and just knew tons and tons of information about these things because he found it fascinating, and so did I. But then I've kind of skewed more towards something that I can actually control if you're looking to fight something like that, which would be like a spiritual battle, I guess, if you will. If you want to fight something that's real, you got to look at things that you can control and you can make a direct impact on. You can make a direct impact on the economy. You can make a direct impact on legislation through calling your, your senators and your congresspeople and just holding them accountable. And I think that that's where we're really going. One of the things that my father and I mentioned where we talked about yesterday is that he mentioned that one of the legislators, and I believe it's up in Chicago. I think it's a senator, and I'm going to have to look this up. And as soon as I find it, I'll post it. I'll post it on Facebook. I'll post it everywhere. I'll post it on my Twitter. You guys can follow me on Twitter. We are not cattle the number one on Twitter. And... It's a legislation, legislative law to come in and offer term limits to these jamokes, these career politicians, the people like, you know, the the people like the Hillary Clintons. And yeah, they're going to go get their you know lobbyist job or something like that. We need to have some kind of loophole to where you can't just hop out of Congress and go to your you know little lobbying buddy and make a couple billion or a couple million like Newt Gingrich always does and Newt gets hard up for either a wife or or money and he goes out and writes a book i mean it's the same kind of stuff the guy's a genius i mean he's an absolute genius but he's a complete sellout so whatever anyway moving forward let's get back to the gun stuff so i have to hit this first cuz this sets everything up the ignorance of – I hate saying liberals because I hate categorizing people because then that means I have to put myself in a category. Let's just say morons. How about that? Chris Rock, I enjoy your comedy, but good lord, man. It's like almost like the stupid like the stupid comment that Britney Spears said. And, and for those of you that haven't heard it, I'm going to play it right now. And this is Chris Rock when he's talking about going to the White House, about supporting gun legislation for the president, and just you know being a good little minion and getting you getting your head padded. And he looks completely freaked out. And I thought Chris Rock would be you know pretty accustomed to to standing up in front of cameras and stuff and giving press conferences, but I don't know what they told him or what they told him to say. But I mean, he looks kind of he looks kind of squirrely eyed, like he's kind of freaked out. But you know, who knows what happened behind the scenes and all that stuff. But they had him, and they had you know they trotted out a bunch of celebrities. The same thing they do every time. And here is what Chris Rock had to say about our president, and it almost made me want to throw up. I jumped out of my seat first of all, then it made me want to throw up, and then I laughed. So I guess that's how it goes. You know, you have um, denial, um, 
you have denial and then whatever whatever the terms of going through a um an accepting stage of something that's you know really hard to swallow. So here is Chris Rock talking about Barack Obama and that he is our boss and that he is our daddy. And when your daddy speaks, you listen. This is like the Uncle Joe crap that they used to pull back when Joe Stalin was running Russia during the White and Reds and all that good stuff. I and mean, that was before, excuse me, that was way before. But like the Stalinistic stuff, like the propaganda they put out about him. Like, oh, support Uncle Joe, look at what he's doing. And then it's like, listen, we got it. You know, he is the boss. Chris Rock, evidently, you did not get out of elementary school because you would figure out that the Congress is the governing body of this nation, not some guy that sits in an Oval Office. So here is Chris Rock showing his ignorance. Maybe it's not ignorance. Maybe it's just, you know, I'm going to throw it out there and see if people buy it. And maybe that's what they're trying. Maybe that's the propaganda that they're trying now is just, let's see if people buy this, that he's the boss, and we just need to go along to get along kind of deal, which Americans have been doing for the last, I don't know, 20 years. So why not keep it rolling, guys? Let's keep going down this derivatives bubble. Let's keep going down this, you know, spending ourselves into oblivion. Let's don't cut spending. No, let's don't bring the troops home. No, troops are killing themselves at 22 per day and once every one every 65 minutes. That's not a big deal. Don't show the coffins. Don't show that. Don't show any of that stuff. Just get behind. Salute the troops. Just see them at the Super Bowl. Let them pull the big flag out in the football games, and that's all we got to do. It's absolutely sick. I don't know how veterans can deal with it, especially awake veterans. Holy monkey, I'd be going ape shit. Excuse my language. But I would. I'd be going ape. So here is the Chris Rock clip. Sorry for the long intro. Um, <clears throat> I'm not going to say much. I think everybody else uh far better at this than me. Uh, I am just here to support the President of the United States. President of the United States is, you know, our boss. But he's also, you know, the President and the First Lady are kind of like the mom and the dad of the country. Oh, yeah, that's And when your dad says something, you listen. And when you don't, it usually bites you in the ass later on. <laughs> so uh, I'm here to support the President. Thank you. Lick those boots, baby. Get down there and grease them up and lick those boots. Slavery is beautiful, isn't it? Slavery was a bad word to use, I guess, after Chris Rock, but, you know, surf the tune. How about that, Chris Rock? Do you know what debt slavery is? Do you know what that is? That's what we're all in. I know that you're not in it because you've got millions of dollars and you're flying around in private jets and rolling out red carpets and going and hobnobbing with the president saying you're going to support all this gun legislation and all this good stuff. Here's what I got to say to you. I'm a, if you get Chris, if you contact me at wearenotcattle at gmail.com, I will do you the biggest favor in the world, and I will mail you a constitution, a declaration of independence, a bill of rights, and I'll also mail you a history book so you can understand that the president is not God, that we don't all bow down when he gets off the plane and just Kim Jong-il and – I mean, no, come on, dude. I mean, this is so sick. It's not even worth covering. 
But you have to cover it because that's what the sheep are going to see. The sheep are going to see, well, I like Chris Rock, and he's a good guy, and he's up there. Yeah, he seems reasonable, and, and, and Joe Biden seems reasonable. And, and you know, and Christopher Donner, that's, that seems reasonable going after all these guys that – you know that were um, that were rogue police officers. They they were you know he's fighting corruption. That seems reasonable. And a drone you know a drone tracking him down. That seems reasonable. But hey, here's what doesn't seem freaking reasonable, everybody. And I'm sorry, I'm really fired up tonight. Here's what doesn't seem reasonable. How about a kid get arrested or no? Excuse me, a father getting arrested because his kid drew a picture of a gun. Drew a picture of a gun for real. I told you guys this stuff was gonna happen. I told you last week. I'm like you watch. It was crazy Bananasville last week where kid gets arrested for a bubble gun. Another kid brings a, a fake gun on the school to show his buddy, and, and then he gets arrested. It's just like this complete paranoia about guns. I mean what is going on here? And then you have – all right, so – and I knew everybody wouldn't believe me, and this is why I was like a couple, like a couple seconds late getting on air. But I had to upload this clip. I had to upload this clip of this man being arrested, this father being arrested because his child, the huge thought criminal that the child is, drew a picture of a gun. Now, I don't know what the kids are going to be able to draw because you can't draw like you can't draw like a dinner set because that's got a knife in it and you can kill somebody with a knife. You won't be able to draw like a giraffe because a giraffe might come into your house and kick you and kill you. You can't draw a rhinoceros, can't draw a dinosaur because they might come back to life in some kind of Jurassic Park experience to where they're going to come around and eat us all. So you know what? We're just not going to – just ban drawing. We'll just get like Bloomberg, and we'll just start banning everything, which I got some more news on him, and I'll get to that later. But this is just like crazy cuckooville. Like who is – what is going on? And I think this was in Canada, but I mean around the world people – look, get this stuff together. You look at all these other countries in the world. Look at Sweden and, and, and Switzerland and places like that. I mean, this is just ridiculous. You know, like the lowest crime rates in the world, and it's because everybody's got guns. And then everybody runs around saying, no, we need to take all the guns because that's, the guns are the problem. No, not the problem. So once again, I, I knew I was going to spend some time on this tonight because this is just ridiculous. And we all need to stand up and go, listen, stop being ridiculous. Okay, here's the clip, and thanks everybody for logging into the chat tonight. Feel free to chat with me while the um, while the audio is playing. It's got about three minutes, so thanks for logging in, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the broadcast. Share the broadcast with everybody you know. Here is the clip of the father, the thought criminal. How dare he have a child that actually draws? That might be the that might be the the penultimate. The ultimate is if the child speaks. Oh my God, if she speaks. She's a thought criminal. But if she can draw, that's like right underneath speaking. So here we go. Thought criminals in action. And we're talking about a Kitchener, Ontario man today who has been arrested. His crime? Well, his daughter drew a picture of a gun at school. Police hauled him away to the station, strip searched him, all because of his four-year-old's drawing. So let's bring in Brian Dunstan, who's been following developments on this story. And the more you hear about this, this story, the more ridiculous it, it comes. If it were not such a you know, threat to this guy's life and reputation and that, the, the well-being of his daughter, it's a ridiculous. Absolutely. You know, Alex, you look at this story, and it's more than a head-scratcher. You've got to really raise an eyebrow and think, how can a, a little girl, kindergarten, draw a picture that has such 
almost long-lasting repercussions. Hey, let me paint the picture for you, not to be punished here. A four-year-old girl goes to school, draws a picture of her father, and uh, the teacher asks the, pic the little girl, what have you drawn there? And she goes, that's my daddy shooting burglars and monsters. Teacher takes the picture to the principal. They call Child Protective Services. Child Protective Services calls the police. Father comes to the school to pick up his kids. It's taken to the principal's office where there's three police officers waiting for him, arrested, charged with possession of a firearm. Handcuffed, walked out of the school, taken into the back of a car, and all the way to the police station where he's strip-searched. No weapon was ever found. Oh. Now, there's some question as to whether the house was searched. That hasn't been determined yet. But the uh, man who was arrested, Jesse Sansoni, only signed a release after he was released. So there's a lot of questions about whether the authorities even had the right to do what they did. But the bottom line here is how do you take a picture from a four-year-old four girl in kindergarten and extrapolate from that that a man is in possession of a firearm. It's a leap of logic that has some people scratching their heads, and as I said up the top, raising an eyebrow. Yes, and I would think a few defense lawyers out there are probably champing at the bit to get in on this one because it just seems that his rights uh, were, if in fact this is true, mm -hmm. his rights were completely trumped. I mean, was he read his rights? Did the police go into his home? Did they have a warrant? Because yep. if they didn't, then a lot of lines have been crossed here. And those are all questions that need to be determined. One of the things we should say, though, ja uh, Alex, is, th is this. They have to follow a certain protocol in schools. And when a teacher feels that a child's uh, well-being is threatened, they have a protocol in place that they have to follow, <laughs> and that's what they did. Now, you can put it under the heading of CYA, which we all know means cover your derriere, but, you know, this is what they have to do. And if the teacher feels this is warranted, they go through these steps, and that's what led to Jesse Sansoni being arrested and ultimately charged and then released for having possession of a firearm. My question would be... I can't take any more. I'm just laughing in the background. Oh, my God, this is beautiful. This is so beautiful. I think, I think that we should go and arrest Target, and we should go arrest Walmart. I think we should go arrest um, God, any place that has a Nerf gun. If you own a Nerf gun, you are a terrorist. If you sell Nerf guns, you are contributing to the delinquency of minors. You are creating thought criminals. I mean, holy cow. And I love how the news reporter is so stupid. The news reporter says, well, I don't know, you know, they called CPS because that's what you do. You know, you, the teacher goes to the principal and the principal calls CPS and then CPS is like, oh, well, we can't go grab the kid yet. So we got to at least have something to where we can take the kid. Cops go arrest him. She drew a picture of a gun. She has got to be, I mean, her dad has got to be a terrorist. I mean, there is no way that he's not. This is cuckoo land, everyone. Welcome. So, I mean, how far down the rabbit hole do we have to get, everyone? I mean, how far do we have to get with the political correctness and all of it? I mean, political correctness has taught you when you're in school that you can't speak out. Don't speak out against authority because then you're being disruptive, which I, I can understand that. You have to have some kind of civil – you know, you have to have order, obviously, in schools, which schools now don't have any order because they're not allowed to punish anybody. It's ridiculous. I understand the process because my mom's an educator. My wife's an educator. It's like if 
if one kid got up and stabbed another kid in the throat, you would have to go through 15 pages of what they call protocol, you know, obviously because it's prisoner training, you know, you got to go through your protocols in order to get to the justified answer. It's like, well, did you give them a consequence? Well, did you did you take the did you did you give them detention? After detention, did you call their parents? Did you do this? Did you do that? Oh my lord, if we would have done anything wrong when I was growing up, we would have been snatched out of the chair and taken out of the principal's office and paddled. That's it. And that's like an elementary school. And I, I don't and I subscribe to that theory being a pretty decent deterrent. Because Pain, psych- this is all you know. This is all scientifically proven. Pain is more memorable than pleasure. It's why poker players, when they have terrible beats, they can remember them with startling accuracy. But all the big pots that they've ever won, they can't re- hardly remember them because that negative effect is so strong that it just gets ingrained into your brain. But now they don't have any negative effects. It's just like you know, free for all. Go for whatever. Who cares? Oh, the worst thing that's going to happen is my teacher's going to take me outside and she's going to talk to me and then she's going to give me detention. Shh, whatever. I mean, it's it's just asinine. So we have more fun stuff with the um, with the Second Amendment. So here is some more fun. Now, as I said before at the top of the broadcast, that we had a Second Amendment rally all over the United States. Uh, it was Friday from twelve until five o'clock. People from all over the country in Georgia had about 300 people. I think we had two, two or 300, something like that. People open carrying AR-15s. I mean, it was awesome. I mean, how safe would you feel in downtown Atlanta? I mean, that's a, that's a pretty rough area. I mean, not where the capital is, but it's just you know, there's parts of Atlanta they're pretty rough. It's like when you you play Good Street, Bad Street every once in a while. Like, ooh, Good Street, ooh, don't want to go down that one. Okay. So you got all those people, and then you have a guy up in Tennessee. Open carrying an AR-15, you know, and he gets he gets arrested. And once again, I've got the um, I've got the the news report from that. So here's the news clip from the guy in Tennessee getting arrested for open carrying at a at a protest, peaceful protest, not doing anything. And um, and then after that, I've got some other stuff that I wanted to get into. I got a Ted Nugent clip. Not that I agree with Ted Nugent. All the time because I don't I don't agree with Ted Nugent but this clip with him and Pierce Morgan is just priceless and Pierce Morgan is just I you know he is like that little punching if you if you guys are old enough like myself if you remember the little punching clowns where you could punch the clown and it would pop back up that's what Pierce Morgan is to me he he takes more wallops on his show for the fact that he is just trying to get ratings because your points of view are so bad that nobody in America wants to listen to you. Nobody. The only time that you get anybody in America that listens to you is you get Alex Jones on or somebody like that or you get like Jesse Ventura on and then you'll get some ratings for a couple of days and then that's it. So here is the guy in Tennessee getting arrested once again, all these thought criminals trying to speak out about stuff that there was inalienable rights that were given to them by their creator, but you're not allowed to do that here in America because you remember, this is this isn't land of the free home of the brave anymore. I'm going to take Alex Jones' line. This is land of the sloths, home of the slaves. Cuz we are, we are sloth. So, here's the clip. 
Today, a peaceful gun protest at Legislative Plaza was disrupted because somebody showed up holding a gun, the very rights those protesters were trying to protect. Troopers arrested him for carrying an AR-15. Channel 4's Kara Kamari is here with more. Kara, they say don't bring a knife to a gunfight, but in this case, probably shouldn't bring a gun either, huh? Well, at least not the gun that this guy brought. We were told that oftentimes organizers of rallies request that people who show up leave their weapons at home. However, one man didn't get that message, and now he faces a misdemeanor. About 100 people showed up on Legislative Plaza concerned about the proposals in Washington to limit semi-automatic assault-type rifles and high-capacity magazines. I just feel that as an American citizen, if I have the right to life, I have the right to defend my life with the best tools available to me. But according to the THP, Reggie Robertson of Birdstown brought along something he shouldn't have, an AR-15-type rifle. Channel 4 shot this video of him being taken into custody by state troopers. You can see the trooper is carrying the rifle in question. A THP spokesperson says he also had a magazine clipped onto the rifle and two others on his belt. While permit holders are allowed to carry handguns on the plaza, the THP says it's unlawful to carry a loaded rifle in public places with the intent to go armed. Robertson was cited for unlawful carrying and possession of a weapon, which is a misdemeanor. Folks at the rally watched what happened. The state troopers doing their job too to protect us, you know, and, and it's illegal to carry a gun around, but it does upset some people, so, you know, it's best to keep them hit, I think. The rally continued through the incident. Some, like Ellie Lentz, are relatively new to gun ownership and feel it is important they are able to protect themselves. I realized kind of one night where I thought someone was in my house, and thankfully there wasn't, but that was the night I realized that the scissors that I kept by my bed would do no good. Robertson was issued a citation and must appear for booking on March 4th. He was a valid handgun permit holder, and this is his first offense. Jennifer. That is beautiful. <clears throat> well, here is what Little Miss Reporter left out of her her sermon about the evil man with his AR-15, which I guess you're kind of pushing it. But, I mean, cops, come on, use some discretion. The guy's there for a rally. I mean, what the heck is he going to do? If he's got the gun loaded, uh, we're walking a really fine line. But I want to point out the complete blatant disregard for what the legislation actually means. And the legislation in Congress doesn't just ban semi-automatic assault rifles. It bans majority of semi-automatics. Handguns, shotguns, rifles, you name it. So that's the trick. And you remember at the very beginning of the show, I was talking about you need to be awake to the propaganda. Because, see, if you weren't paying attention and listening and hanging on every word of that woman to see if she was going to slip up, you would have just said, oh, well, so, you know, oh, semi-automatic rifles. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that sounds reasonable. Once again, this stuff will all sound reasonable. It does. It, just just be reasonable. Just, just, just be reasonable with this stuff. Just be reasonable about giving your God-given rights away. Just be reasonable about free speech zones. Just be reasonable you can't protest in front of the G20. Just be reasonable about these things. I mean, we have to protect the global banking elite. We have to protect them. What will we do? Oh, geez, we might run out of fiat money if we get in. I mean, come on, people. Stop being, quote-unquote, reasonable just because the establishment tells you it's reasonable.
It's like, how do you not? How do you not see through that? Well, just be reasonable. Well, they say it's reasonable, and they're wearing a suit, and they're in, they're in a two million dollar studio. They must know what they're talking about, and she, she's got makeup on. I, woo, all right, I need to listen to what she says. And I and I'm making references to CNN, MSNBC, people like that that get up there and they are paid to say these things. People, they have agendas. The global media, the the mass media has agendas. And it is not to inform you. That's why I created this show. I want to inform people. I want people to understand. I want people to get it. I want people to see the big picture. They want you just muddling around, going from 9 to 5, coming home, drinking a six-pack of beer, and then going to bed and thinking everything is peaches. That's why sometimes when you see these politicians, like John Corzine, when I sat there and watched his trial for two hours, I wanted to jump through my screen, and he's like, well, we have records that you that you gave the order to purge all of the – not purge, but go through all the segregated accounts and, and steal money from these people. Well, I don't have my notes here in front of me, so I can't really be accurate on what you're saying. Just all lawyer legalese crap. Stole $1.2 billion from these people out of their segregated accounts. Dude, that's like PayPal rolling into your account that you've got wired to PayPal and yanking your money out and being like, listen, we we don't got the money, man. We ain't got it. So, I mean, we're bankrupt. Obviously, you can see we're bankrupt. We don't know where the money went. You ain't getting, do we, you getting it back? Nah, you're not getting that back. No, no, no. no that's ours now. Another victory for the 0.1%. Woohoo! And I was watching this video before I came on air about this global banker. It was uh, James Wolfenson. I'll put it on Wolfenson, I guess. But one of the things that stood out to me about his little conference that he gave, he said that um, by the year 2050 that China and India will constitute 50% of the world's GDP. Yeah, because they've shipped all of our jobs over there, and they've created – industrialized quadres where they're going to put all of these mass production people. They're going to make all their goods in China, all their goods in India. They're going to have all their call centers over there. It's going to be a global economy. It's going to be great, and the dollar is going to die, and we're going to lose all our wealth, but everything's fine. Now, is the dollar going to die? I don't know. It was funny. I was on um, Adam Kokesh's show the other night. And we were he had a, He had me in as a call-in. I just called in because I wanted to get his take on on what's going on with the global with the global banking crisis and all that stuff. And he he's like me; he doesn't even want to be in dollars. I don't want to be in dollars either. I've got um, we'll just put it this way: I've got the majority of my money into into metals, precious metals, and I know that that's not going to be the complete stave off for inflation, but at least it'll help. I mean, at least I'll have some tangible asset, and I would recommend that too. Actually, in a couple of weeks. I'm going to try to get um, the guy that I that I purchased my silver and stuff from to come on because he's been in the industry for 40 years. The guy's really, really sharp. He understands you know, the currencies. He understands what to tell you to buy. So I'm going to get him on the show for about 15, 20 minutes to kind of go through to the audience and tell you or at least guide you into what what you need to be investing in because don't be in dollars, everyone. Just don't. I mean, it's... You're looking around and you're trying to figure out where to be, 
just fiat currencies are not going to be the way to go. Of course, I could be dead wrong, and then you know the market could surge, and and you know, and chimpanzees could could fly out of my cat's butt, and and everything could just be you know we could wake up tomorrow and everything will just be hunky dory, because the central economic planners have have fixed it, because Ben Bernanke has fixed it. He stopped monetizing debt, which they monetized more debt last year than we made. So, hey, everything's once again everything's fine. Drones are fine. You know the. You know the the troops committing suicides. Fine, everything's fine. Just go back to sleep. So I do want to play another gun control clip, and I'm sorry, but this is beautiful. Once again, Ted Nugent don't agree with almost anything that he says, but this is just good fashion television, and this is just somebody getting in somebody's face, telling them, say, hey, look, this is inalienable. You 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 get there's a process, guys. There's a process to getting an annulment to an amendment, getting rid of an amendment, and and a process isn't an executive order coming from Le Fur or the Fuhrer, Obama. It's not it. And Obama, I know you're not doing this because you've got some huge biblical goal of being the world superior leader or anything like that. I know you're being told to do this stuff, but I mean, come on, man. You're a constitutional attorney. They're like, you need to turn your guns in. I mean, how sick of a joke is that? He's a constitutional lawyer. I agree with the Constitution. I played the clip for you guys last week. I, I believe in the Second Amendment. You can check out my promotional video on wearenotcattle.net. It's called We Are the Liberty Movement. And he's like, I believe in the Second Amendment. I'm not going to take your shotgun away. I'm not going to take your rifle away. I'm just going to take them all away. I, I added that last part. But he literally gets up there and says that stuff. So here's the Ted Nugent clip, and on the back side of that... I want to get into what I think we can do in our society. It was funny, I, you know, spending time with my father just walking in the woods is amazing because you get away from all the the, the white noise, the electric stuff and all that and you can really think and you can and we we just walked and talked and it was amazing. We we didn't solve the world's problems by any means. My dad's a my dad's a um a, a neoconservative. Um so we we disagree on a lot of things. But it gets me into the mind of a neoconservative, and then I can kind of – when I'm in their mind, I can kind of root around and cherry-pick things and kind of expose to them libertarian points of view where, where those views might be um, not so great. And ex, you know, it just say, hey, look, what about thinking about it like this? At least getting somebody to think, and that's what we have to do. Have to get everybody to think. Have to get everybody to think and ask the question, why? They don't want you to ask that question. They do not. Believe me, they do not. They want you to be sheep. They want you to just roll in and just go to once once again, go to work nine to five, come home, drink your six pack, you know, watch your you know, watch your Grammys and then go to work tomorrow and talk about Grammys and do your job. Don't don't worry about world government that's being set up. Don't worry about the small arms treaty. Don't worry about any of that stuff. Those are all conspiracies. Yeah, we admit that they're going on, but no, they're conspiracies. I mean, just look at the people. They're weird. They don't watch TV. I mean, what's wrong with them? I'm, I'm being kind of loony now, but here is the Ted Nugent clip, and I'll pick it up on the backside with what I think that we can do. Because we are about to have – we're either going to have a, a human awakening again, like a complete awakening knowledge 
coming through, people like myself, people getting out there on the streets, speaking out about this, trying to get people to engage and not engage in the false paradigm, which is the television, mainstream media, and all that stuff. Engage in life. Engage everyone. So here's the Ted Nugent clip. I'm amused by your reaction. You're still finding I mean, that you're hilarious. I'm amused. It's hilarious. I'm on a rock and roll stage. I just saw, sang a song about feisty. I mean, you got to be kidding me. On a rock, did you ever see Richard Pryor live? How about Sam Kinison? How about Lenny Bruce? I'm one of them. Get over it. That's some funny. But for a man who is a who is a patriot who purports to love his country, mm-hmm. that was quite shocking disrespect. Well, let, to your me, let me put it in uh, official CNN Piers Morgan yes. interview term. Shall I? Yes. My limey friend. Yes. Anybody that wants to disarm me can drop dead. Anybody that wants to make me unarmed and helpless, people that want to literally create the proven places where more innocents are killed, called gun-free zones, we're going to beat you. We're going to vote you out of office or suck on my machine gun. You can take it whichever way you want. Much as I'd love to suck on your machine gun, the whole point point of your defense Mm -hmm. is that a lot of people do drop dead precisely because... You are armed to the teeth, Not and you'd like all. everybody else to be. Not true at 80 all. Here, people, write this down. See, you're so no, You write this down. 80 people a day die in America from gunshots. And 75 of them to 78 of them, statistics by the Uniform Crime Report by the FBI and the, UN, and the UN study on violent crime, 78 of those 80 are let out of their cages by corrupt judges and prosecutors who know that recidivism is out of control, know that they'll commit the crimes again, and they let them walk through plea bargaining, early release, and programs. They still Kiss can't. my ass. Yeah. Where you have the most armed citizens in America, yeah. you have the lowest violent crime rate. Where you have the, high, the worst gun control, you have the highest crime rate. Pierce, choose one. Do you want a lot of crime? We have it. Gun-free zones. Do you want less crime? We have that. More people with concealed weapons permit. Why do you guys resist that statistic? Well, it's not you guys. It's you guys. No. Well, unless you're playing the devil's advocate. I, I can play any advocate I like. You're it's doing my a fine job. Right. You're playing the idiot's not, advocate here. Not, not More advocate. guns equals less crime. You're, period. Let me, unless I'm wrong, and I don't want to kiss, I'll be your, sure to let you kiss know your ass at this point, if you don't mind. Um, unless I'm wrong with your argument, well, you're basically saying that you know, 90% of the gun crime comes from people let other prisoners. It's prison. 96%. Right, right. Way, but go ahead. But they still have to get access to firearms. Mm-hmm. If you had your way, there would be 10 times as many firearms, right? Not true at you all. want everyone in America to own a gun? Not at all. I've never said that. What's your that? position? And i got to tell you. And you what you is just, your position? And I hope you don't edit this out. Whenever I've done interviews with guys that are inclined to be anti-gun, they always go, Well, I knew you want everybody to have a machine gun. Nugent wants all the deer dead. What does Nugent want? Not even close. What do you want? What I want is the Second Amendment. We the people, free individuals to have the right to keep and bear arms for self-defense. Yeah. Find fault with that. Coming douche that they will not take you back. They're, maybe we'll just send you to Guam. Maybe we'll send you to Cuba. And then that's where all – hey, you can go to, you can go to Mexico – that's where all the cops and stuff have guns, and, and the civilians don't get a lot of guns. So you can go down there. I mean, th- obviously that place is safe. Civilians are unarmed. It's just the people in, in your little costumes and your little uniforms that have the guns. All right, I'm done ranting on that stuff now. I'm sorry. So here's some other news articles that I did want to get into. And as I told you before, Mayor Bloomberg strikes again. 
and this is out of the Washington Times. After soda regulations, Bloomberg's NYC eyes styrofoam ban. Oh yes, that evil styrofoam. And they're talking about it about it being a um, a recycling thing and you know being able to throw stuff away. But it's just more power grabs. I mean, eventually, guys, in in, in New York City, you're just gonna have to get placed in a pod and then you're gonna be moved around the city in a little pod. You won't be able to put your arms out of the pod because that might be dangerous. You won't be able to I mean, but the criminals can walk around with guns, knives, you know, pickpocket you, whatever. That's fine. You can't have a gun. No, no. Let's be reasonable. Let's just this is all reasonable. So I'll read you a little bit of this article because it's not very long. We're studying all different things in our waste system. We want to make sure that everything in our waste system is recyclable. See, this is how they get you. They pull it on like some kind of green initiative where it's like, oh, we have to do this. Once again, remember, you have to disarm the American people for the kids. you got to disarm them for Sandy Hook. Remember Obama going around and high-fiving all the kids? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I'm the cool president. I'm going to get the guns. It's all right. This stuff won't happen again. It'll just happen a lot more now that we don't have armed guards in any of the schools. And now that none of the civilians are armed, this will happen all the time. But don't worry. We won't tell the people about that because they're too stupid to figure it out. They just want to see me in a suit high-fiving kids and talking about how we're going to save the children. And that's it. In a nutshell. And then you have people like me that are just pushing back on what – what in the heck is going on in this country? Yeah, we could use drones here. What? Yeah, we can secretly arrest you. But yeah, we're we're paramilitarizing the police, and yeah, they're all wearing black uniforms and SWAT gear and stuff, just main patrols. And yeah, we're going to unmarked cars. But isn't that secret police? Yeah, but don't worry about that. You know, everything's fine. And then you have people like John Stewart. That are, even John Stewart the other day could not believe this stuff, and where he came out and. And he even talked about the drone legislation, and he was being serious, and, and the studio audience was like, <laughs> but it was serious stuff. So if you've got comedians coming out, and John Stewart is a lefty. I mean that's the reason – I mean they do the whole – With in case you guys haven't figured it out yet, with uh, Comedy Central, they have The Daily Show, which is like the left-wing slant of everything, and then you have The Colbert Report, which is like the complete ridiculous right-wing – like super neocon um, view of things. So, but we have people like John Stewart, who's a hardcore liberal. I mean, hardcore. He lives in New York City, so he's in you know, he's in um, he's in the little prison city up there, and he's the one asking questions about drones. Shouldn't we ask some questions about that? And I watched a little bit of the interview that Kokesh had with this um, with this gentleman talking about how we need to legislate the drones, and he was on point. It's like, well, we need to we just need to write legislation to ban drone use on American citizens and then you make exceptions to it. That's how you that's how you start. You don't go everything's free reign. Well, now we got to rein it in. Cuz then you end up with just complete clusters. <clears throat> so what do we do, Jake? I've got 11 minutes here with my audience. And I appreciate all of you guys for listening. But what we have to do is realize that as a nation, we're kind of failing. And what is a nation when, at the end of the day? It's just a mass of humans living on in, in 
certain borders. 300 million of us. And what's happened over the last 15 years, it's been noticeable, is that we're starting to not be friendly with one another. It's being pushed by popular culture. Excuse my language. You can bleep this out if you got kids. Cover their ears. The bigger of a dick you are, the cooler you are. The bigger of an ass you are, the cooler you are. That's why shows like Jersey Shore and Jackass and stuff like that are promoted. Because it's mindless. It's entertaining, but it's mindless. And then eventually we just turn into everything's going to be mindless. Everything that we watch will be mindless. And what does that do for you? It doesn't build humanity up. It doesn't build up the society. It doesn't build up the interaction between you and your neighbor. It tears it down. Because now your neighbor, all they do is watch people being jerks and being and, – and, and women screaming at each other all the time about dresses and, 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 and stupid stuff. And then they see that, especially younger kids. My wife sees it every day in her school. It's like they go and watch Bad Girls Club, and then they come in and think it's cool to get in fights and stuff. That's not being a human. That's not how we're going to change things. That's how we're going to implode. That's how we're going to turn into a third world country. That's how we're going to do really bad stuff to one another and just be like, well, at least it's not me. We have to revert back to a moral compass. And it's not a moral compass in the Christian sense, everybody. It's a human compass. Just be human to one another. Smile at somebody tomorrow. Wave to somebody tomorrow. Ask how they're doing. When somebody does something for you and you say thank you, don't say no problem. That's not cool. You're welcome. You are welcome for me doing something for you. Not no problem. Like it would have been a big problem, but since I'm – but since you know, since I'm just gonna pander to you now, then it is it's no problem whatsoever. The vernacular is going, the, the 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 language is going. All these things are degrading. People notice this stuff. This is serious. I can't stress to you how serious this stuff is. Because if you start acting like idiots if you start acting like other humans don't count, we're going to slowly slip into, and it's propagandized really well, we're going to slowly slip into one of those authoritarian regimes. We just will. And I don't know what to say. We're going to slip into a police state, and then everybody's going to be cool with it. And everybody's just going to be like, well, that's just the way it's always been, cameras everywhere, and get my picture taken everywhere. And, you know, drones coming in and spying on me. That's fine. They don't power lines. You know, the NSA grabbing all my data and putting in a big actuary and then running some kind of triangulation method through it and pulling all my data and got my whole life right there. That's fine. That's that's completely reasonable. That's a free country. Cops not having their cars marked with their lights turned off with big grills on the front. That's, you know, that's freedom. Black uniforms, all that stuff. It's really sad, guys. I want to be part of the revolution to change humanity, to get us going in the right direction, to get you to open your eyes and see that every time that you're a jerk, it affects the world. It does. 
Understand that the little things that you think don't make anything, the little impacts that you make on a day-to-day basis that you think don't even matter, matter a lot. It's a chain reaction. We're all hooked together, guys. You trace us back, take all our DNA back, we're all the same thing. Coming from the same people. So be bigger humans. Be bigger than yourself. Be nice to somebody. Being a dick isn't going to do anything for you. It's not going to get you ahead. It's going to make everybody hate you. And then you're going to end up 65 years old with some you know, 22-year-old. You're going to have all the money in the world. And you're going to be miserable. Believe me, I've seen it. I used to work at one of the highest-profile country clubs in the country, in the top 15 by PGA Magazine. I was an instructor down there. And it was the ongoing joke that everybody that made $11 an hour working in the golf shop was happier than every one of those jamokes because they were miserable. Because they spent their whole life stepping on people, getting over people, screwing people, making lots of money, working really hard. And now now I'm 65 years old, and I go out and I play golf every day with a wife I can't stand, but she looks good because I got $15,000 worth of plastic surgery on her. And I can't stand my friends, but I guess I'll go out with them anyway because I need somebody to drink with. I mean, it's all a joke. Do you want that? I don't. I want us to interact with one another, be civil to one another. Don't be yelling and screaming at somebody you don't even know. You don't even know what kind of day that person's had. I'm sorry, I got on some kind of moral rant there, but that's what we're going to do to change it. That's how we got to do this, guys. When tyrants come up and tell you to turn your guns in, you say no. Not only no, but hell no. And then they say, be reasonable. No, 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 listen, you be reasonable. You see this piece of paper right here? This thing was written 200 years ago by a bunch of people that left the largest empire in the world at the time. The largest. Biggest military ever. And they beat it. And they're like, listen, here's what's going to happen. Bad people are going to get in control. They're going to try to oppress you, and we're going to give you some, you know, we're going to give you some triggers here. So if you start getting oppressed, that you can start using these triggers in order to wake up the masses and kind of, you know, reverse the scenario. And I think we're on our way. I really do. I think we're on our way. But we got to keep fighting, guys. And this isn't like a physical fight. This is a mental fight. This is an information fight. This is an ideological fight. Do you want to be a free, completely free human being? Put on this planet with inalienable rights, with rights bound to you by your creator? I don't need some piece of paper to tell me to not go and kill my neighbor. I know that. I don't need some piece of paper to tell me to not go and steal from my neighbor. I know that. I don't need some piece of paper to tell me that when the government comes and says, we need you guys all to relinquish everything that you can to protect yourself, I know that that's bad. I know that those people are criminals because I know that the reason they want everything to that I have to protect myself, that they're going to want to do something bad with it or they know something bad is coming. And they want to have that in so they can come around and strut around in their big uniforms and their tanks and all that stuff and show you who the boss is. Remember, Chris Rock said, Barack Obama, well, he's the boss. No, he's not. I'm the boss. I'm the sovereign. I'm the human. I live under your laws, but I am the individual, and I am sovereign. 
I say if you can come take my guns because the Constitution guarantees me that right to have my guns. I say that you guys can go pound sand. I say that the Federal Reserve System is a fraud. And that you need to get out of dollars. Because if just look at the statistics. They've stolen 98% of the wealth from it. And it was awesome. I was watching Kokesha's show the other night, and I'm going to keep giving him props because the people that he has on his show, just the just the guests are just awesome. The people that call in are just awesome. You guys watch it. Adam versus the man. Please watch it tomorrow night because my friend Daryl will be on there. Adam versus the man. It's uh, adamversusthemand.com. You can go and watch it there. And it's got a live stream. You can watch it live on YouTube. It's awesome. He takes Skype calls. It's it's amazing. My friend Daryl will be on there. He's been on the show before. So it looks like I have a little bit of time left. So in summation, everyone, because I'm taking next week off. I'm going to go on vacation. The week after, mark it on your calendar, February 24th, 9 o'clock, same time. I'm going to have grassroots candidate for president in 2016, Robbie Wells, on my show for a complete hour. For a complete hour, we are going to sit here and talk everything to do with everything. And it's going to be fantastic because, you know, these are the people that are going to change things. How about that? When's the last time you heard that? Grassroots candidate for president? What? You mean not some multi-billion dollar, you know, empty suit Mitt Romney with all these consortiums around him and all these slush funds and and super PACs and all kinds of weirdness? Nah. Once again, guys, check out AdamVersusTheMan.com. Don't forget, follow me on Twitter, We Are Not Cattle One. Check out my YouTube site, uh, We Are Not Cattle TV. Check out the website, WeAreNotCattle.net. Guys, it is time. It is time to start changing things. Be moral. Be genuine to one another. Be humans. Be interactive. Be something other than a TV head. And that's all I got for you guys. Once again, everybody, get a friend, get informed, get involved. Love liberty, and let's do this. Let's change this stuff around, and let's get our country back. Let's start heading in the right direction, and let's start pushing humanity in the right direction, everybody. Thanks for listening. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.